Welcome to the first rendition of Culture of Golf. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the mix of sport and culture through the culturally and historically significant Masters Tournament. Specifically in today's podcast, we'll be discussing the cultural significance of the Masters infamous green jacket and its historical Sunday ceremony. I'll be joined in part by Joe Biggs, a professional golfer himself, who will help to assist me in explaining why this ceremony of the green jacket is so important when we talk about golf and its events and culture. So the history of the Masters and its Augusta National Golf Course dates back to 1930, when its founders Bobby Jones and Clifford Roberts bought a 365-acre piece of land formerly known as the Fruitland Nurseries for $70,000. The golf club was officially opened in the January of 1933, with the first Masters tournament being hosted in early 1934 under the original name of Augusta National Invitational Tournament. This was changed to the iconic Masters title five years later when the tournament became a yearly occurrence during the first full week of April. Now, with golf itself having a predominantly higher class demographic, the sport as well as its major events can be said to have an elitist culture. This includes that of the Masters, which has an invitation-only policy. This is true to both become a member at the Augusta National Golf Club as well as to play at the Masters. This elitist culture has been underpinned by a lack of diversity, with the first black member not being accepted until 1990, and women were only granted membership at the club in 2012. Over the years, the Masters has built up this huge reputation for being the event it is, therefore creating sort of an elitist culture. What I mean by that is, you can only play if you're top 50 in the world, you can only play if you're invited, therefore only the elite get to come um, it's very difficult to play your way in unless you physically want events so they only want the best of the best and with that has also come quite a high price ticket so a lot of people would like to use to go to the masters to do uh, like bucket lists you know dreams case scenario but unfortunately with that comes the expense of around five to eight thousand pounds total in order to fulfill that dream and on which days you go In the modern day, the tournament itself can be said to have a much more deeper cultural connection, with 24 nationalities having been invited and played at the event in 2023 alone. This includes professionals from countries such as Chile, South Africa, Japan and Fiji, in addition to the United States of America and England, to name a few. But although the thousands have tried their luck at winning golf's biggest major, only a lucky 36 individuals over the 90-year history of the Masters have been lucky enough to do so. Apart from being among the exclusive 300 members of the club, these winners have the bragging right of owning the iconic green jacket and being awarded this during what we call the green jacket ceremony. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, it's just a jacket. Why is it so culturally significant when it comes to the golfing world? I'm going to explain this to you and give you a bit of background history with a little bit of help from Joe. So Bobby Jones, the founder, actually essentially stole this idea from an English golf course called the Royal Liverpool in 1937. Um, This was when he was visiting the club for a club dinner and the club captains were wearing matching jackets to show their status within the golf club. 
Um, Jones then adapted this idea and used a company in New York to produce the first green jackets for all members to wear during the Masters, so they were clearly distinguishable compared to the public. Sam Sneard in 1949 was the first Masters winner to be presented with the green jacket as a token of their win. This was where the tradition of the green jacket ceremony and the handing over of the green jacket was born. This happened after the final day of play on the Sunday and the former winner of the prior Masters is seen to present and clothe the new winner with the jacket. As a PGA professional, for me, uh, the Masters and in particular the green jacket acts as a clear symbol. It's the first major of the year. It very much represents to many the start of the golfing season and gets everybody excited. The jacket is one of the only events in the whole of the golfing calendar where, uh, where there's not really just a trophy, there is a, a piece of material, and obviously in this case the jacket, which somebody puts on, um, and pictures go around the world in order to sort of justify the winning of the jacket. This now yearly ritual acts as a historical link, connecting past winners with its present, with many of the previous winners being on site to welcome its newest honorary lifetime member, which can be said to feed into its elitist culture. To end this edition of the podcast, we'll be hearing from the players themselves. Phil Mickelson won the Masters in 2004, 2006 and 2010. And in the most recent run of the tournament, just came up short of his fourth title. Here he documents what receiving the green jacket really meant to him. Time I put on this jacket, countless memories of this place and this tournament come flooding back. Every moment that hides within its stitching, coming to life as it slips onto my shoulders. I can't begin to describe what it means to be Masters champion. Dustin Johnson won the Masters in 2020. Honestly, it still feels like a dream. Uh, You know, as a kid, you know, dreaming about winning the Masters, you know, having Tiger put the green jacket on you, you know, it's, it still seems like it's a dream, but, you know, I'm here and, you know, what a great feeling it is. And, you know, I couldn't be more excited. Now, I know we have only spoken about the green jacket and its notability of the item of clothing in golf, but many argue it has been the most culturally significant item of clothing in the whole of international sport. The only other piece of clothing that could come close to this significance would be that of the yellow jersey worn by the leader of the Tour de France. They say you dress for success. In this case, though, it's how success dresses you. 